Voyage of the Geek for another week. Episode 3 of our deep dive into the 1981 classic, superhero classic from uh, the Disney Studios, Condor Man. Joining me as always, Dan Miller, Tom McGill, Rick Legato. So in, uh, how are we gentlemen, by the way? Say hello. Very good. Hello, good. Um, We've sort of... We've we've played with this film um, in a a quite a deep uh, previous two episodes, probably because of our association with it in a in a nostalgic sense. But also, there's a lot there to unpack um, behind the scenes in the writing. Um, we've probably found more interest in this film than the film held as a cinematic uh, <laughs> activity. So. Would you agree with that? <laughs> I think a lot of the audience, yeah, it has a lot of nostalgia value for a lot of people, and I think we've uh, we've tapped into that for sure. Um, and so, in our final episode, we're going to uh, I'm going to check on whether the guys were actually paying attention during the film, and uh, to do that, we've got a little bit of a quiz, and we call mm-hmm. that quiz the probe. So, (laughs) the probe, um, basically we're going to uh, put the the guys in the hot seat, really, and, but unfortunately we don't have buzzers. Normally when we're around the desk, we have buzzers. So, how are we going to buzz in for our, uh, to, to, to answer the questions? Some have suggested we've thrown some ideas around for using our names, but Tom, what are you going to buzz in with? Buzz, buzz. No, I'm just going to go. <laughs> All right, Tom's man. Tom's got some incredible. Um, have you ever t- heard Tom's sound effects? <laughs> his digital sound effects before. I'll be a new one every week. He he used to freak me out in the classrooms. He'd come in and do this thing, and I swear to God, it sounded like a machine. So, what's yours again? Remind me. It's going to be for today. Okay, nice, Rick. What have you got? I don't know. I'm trying to think of saying pip percussive basically all right we're going to pass on you we're going to move to dan we're going to come back to you so be ready so dan what have you got all right well i'm doing condor man laser beams so i'll be jump 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah very nice rick what have you got mate nice i got nothing Um, (laughs) well you can say you can say your own name if you want to or you can say condor man you can be condor Condor man Man. condor man there you go all right nice 
So we've got our buzzers uh, for our the probe for this episode. So let's get started. Turn it up a little bit. Let's get started with question number one. Which company distributed the film? Chup, chup, chup. Oh, Dan. Aha, I had the buzzer noise. <laughs> yes, buzzer. Dan gets it. Tom, what, what part of this don't you understand about the buzzer system? <laughs> the, the answer to the question no, is not the buzzer. Vista. It's my buzzer. Buena Vista. I will say that every time. Did I say that? Did I say something else? So my answer is Buena Vista. Okay, you're correct. Um, any interesting... Well, well done, Dan. Anything uh, interesting about Buena Vista? Um, it is the distribution arm of Disney, yeah? We all are familiar with that. So a lot of these yes. films that 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 get distribu- uh, distributed that aren't classical Disney themes and characters are always distributed as Buena Vista, like the Tooth Fairy and a lot of those Tim Allen Santa Claus movies and things like that. So if you ever if you ever want to um, have an interesting journey into the side avenue of film distribution for Disney, look up. Buena, Buena Vista. Um, so then what is the difference between Buena Vista and Touchstone? Touchstone, I couldn't answer because that. Because Touchstone is also, is also Disney, and that's their adult, more adult-oriented. I didn't know that. Was, it, was Touchstone Duff. always Disney? I think so. I think so. I think they made that label to distance it from all the kiddie stuff, because Touchstone Pictures makes films that are not necessarily family movies. Where I think Buena Vista... Makes the family movie. Do you think Touchstone came about after Uncle Walt passed on? I uh, didn't didn't look any of that up. I'm pretty sure Uncle Walt wouldn't have any association with any adult content. You know what I mean? I don't. He was all about the kids and the well, Nazis. And the Nazis, content, if you go in into it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Next question. More serious films, I should say. Not not not. Non-family films. Yes, not, yeah. adult. Not adult, adult. adult. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dan. Yeah, Disney, Disney's adult content. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Watch the following clip. Relax, take it easy. Condor man had find enough excitement in New York City to last a lifetime. No, 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 no. Besides, Superman's got the big apple sewn up. So what's wrong with jump, the... Jump, s- jump. Uh, Dan, Dan's jumped in. I haven't read the question, I but uh, I'm happy with that. Cautiously waiting for <laughs> for the host to finish. Come speaking. down, man! Oh, you got to get in there and you <laughs> get need it to win okay. it. Well, right. Dan, Dan right. was in first. What, what what's your That's answer? That's how Dan? you want to do it. The Superman doesn't hang out in the Big Apple. No, he doesn't. In fact, I don't even know whether the Big Apple exists in the world of Superman. Does it? Is there a no, New York in? Exists. I don't think there's a well, New York. I think. Gotham is essentially New York, right? Well, Metropolis, the, Metropolis. The, the superhero Metropolis version. is Chicago, isn't it? Were you going to say th- Gotham or Metropolis, Dan? Metropolis. <laughs> Gotham's for Batman. Exactly. Which apparently, yeah, according to the, to the latest movies, are really close to one another. They sort of across the bay. You can see <laughs> um, Metropolis from Gotham, apparently, in... in the latest movies. So points go to Dan. Dan's... Uh, so... Yes... So how did they screw that up in the movie? 
Woody's well, statement. Or were you saying before that they might have deliberately screwed it up so that they didn't get copyright? Woody says Superman's got the big apple sewn up. Besides, Superman's got the big apple sewn up. The Superman does not have the big apple sewn up. Um, no. New York Spider-Man is not associated does. with Superman in any way, shape, or form. But do you think yeah, that this is a been... copyright thing to protect copyright? See, I don't know, so because I would have thought DC Superman's complains... the copyright element, not, well, not New York. Well, they're saying the word Superman, yeah. Yeah. But you see, then, then they can say it's a different Superman. It's not <gasps> that Superman. Only if, yeah. Well, they could because they could show a script that says Superman. Was two different Superman words. the <laughs> film? Guys, when he, when in the Superman, the movie... Mm-hmm. When he's flying over a town, where was that filmed? What town is that? Because that does look very New Yorky. Oh no, the city was probably New York. Yeah, New York as yeah. a as so a maybe set that's they... as a as a location. Yeah, as a set right. as a location. Yeah, that looks like New York in the Superman movies. Yeah, but it's Metropolis. Yeah, in in the lore, in the in the actual writing. So Dan is out to an early lead. Ha. When Natalia returns from Istanbul, Krokov is waiting. <laughs> uh, not giving Dan the pleasure this Which time. city are they in? And that was Tom, yeah? Which city Moscow. are they in? Moscow. <laughs> Let's have a look. And sure enough, it is Moscow. Um, and the points go to Tom. Well done, mate. One thing we didn't mention was all these little title cards that I come liked up. Them. Plus, plus they were using the those. Can I do with my hand? Yeah, the transitions. Yeah, the comic book <laughs> transitions. You know the transitions, like in yeah. Star Wars, in comic, and those title cards are, are, are look. They look like little comic book ah, little true. panels as well, right? They do. So they make the transitions stuff. like comic books, and also those those things. Yeah, I like it. Yep. I, like I it. liked it. The big box uh, framing. Next question: What was the first thing Woody did when he returned from Istanbul? Uh, <laughs> what was Wabadap? That's not even your buzzer sound. <laughs> it was, uh, uncertain, uncertain. I'm pretty sure it was Tom. Um, was second, Tom, there was, would, second there was Rick. He was pretty close. I I'm pretty sure Rick knew what the answer was and then couldn't remember what his buzzer was. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure that I know what the answer is, so maybe, maybe Rick will still get the point. Rick, I'm going to let <clears> you come in because I could see Rick actually react um, and then I saw his brain actually work through his eyes saying, what's my fucking buzzer again? <laughs> Go for it, Rick. Um, what was it to draw Natalia? Absolutely. He sketched Natalia and created Laser Lady. Fantastic. Rick's off the mark. Ten points. Well, that wasn't really the first thing he did, really. The first well, no, thing it was, was the first thing the movie saw. But you're right, yes, maybe when the cameras weren't on, he may have done something else. Maybe Sharpen there's other stages pencil. that you go through before you get to sketching. <laughs> After his You have to memorise. You have to bring it all up again. <laughs> all right. Um, next question. How did Natalia... Describe Woody to Krokov when she returned from Istanbul. Condorman. Nice, Rick. Um, burp, burp. Rick, go ahead. Uh, a secret agent. Uh, no, I, not the answer she, I have. Smooth, smooth, I, I smooth. need something a little bit. Well, that's closer. That's closer. Um, who else? Yeah, I've got two. Say. There's two things that she. Two things she said to describe him. To, and he even well, he even uh, reiterates it back to her. One of them was that she said he's a little like you, mm. which he didn't quite like to hear. No, I didn't even hear that in the film. No, she does. 
Does she? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm she willing, says how awesome he is. I don't know. The, the, what, what I heard her say and what I heard him reiterate back to her, because he actually says, and did you notice anything else while you were noticing that he was very smooth and very tough? So that's how. Points. That's how. Yeah, I think uh, Rick gets the points. Um, he, she described him as very smooth and very tough. Condom <laughs> Sorry, it's late at night. I'm a little bit batty. Gone are the days of the of the the female getting dressed behind the little petition thing. Yeah, remember mm. that was a thing in film. Mm. Yeah, they yeah, don't have those anymore. There's decency, decency else, things. All right. Uh, points went to Rick on that one. Ooh. Triple question points. This is for 30 points, this question. Okay. All right. This is a bit of catch up, anybody dribbling, but dribbling behind. Dribbling behind. <laughs> okay. Dribbling behind. Here we the go. Triple points. For the points, for 30 points. How many Porsches were in the Broknovich? Chup, chup, chup. It's got to be Dan. Dan was quick on the chup, chup, chup. Five. Correct. Five, five Porsches. Five total yes. Porsches. But they're not all the same type but of Porsche, for, are they? Yes, but for one of them's different. That's why I had hey, to think. hey, 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 they're all Porsches. That was the question. Don't ruin Future questions. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm just pointing out that some <laughs> future what, questions. Future questions. Oh, future questions. Okay. For, for okay. extra points, okay. I will tell you the correct stop, spelling of Porsche. Okay. Oh, did I? Did I? Uh, <laughs> if you want. Did I get it wrong? Uh, Porsches. Yeah. Just let, left. They're Porsches. 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 So Dan got the answer wrong. There were yeah. no Porsches. There were no Porsches in the, in the Brokenovich. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hang on. Dan gets the points. And uh, Dan's broken out to a 50-point lead. It's my time to shine, people. <laughs> <Lose> to Dan. <laughs> okay. And uh, our my uh, halfway mark point scoring background music is, of course, This Island Earth um, music, which seems to fit perfectly. It next next question. Suspenseful. Name at least two unique features of Morovich's lead car. Oh, Tom, Tom, very quick. What have you got, well, Tommy? The, it had the biggest spoiler that ever was seen on a car, and it had a little radar on top. Tom gets the points. Did I give you extra points then, Tom? I hope not. I oh, no, so. no, no, no. It's... Okay, Bazooka Boy meets Hannibal Smith. Who else shares the name Hannibal Smith? That was quick. Rick is in. What do you got for me, Rick? Hannibal Smith is the leader of the AT. Oh, he's got it. He has absolutely nailed it. And uh, I don't know where which which came first or what was influenced, but that's a very unique name to appear in popular media. I wanted the same thing Smith myself, ain't. actually. Yeah. Hannibal Smith is played by George Papard, the uh, leader of the AT. Well, another one of his characters was Sponge Man, could right? Be, could and I wonder SpongeBob. if he's like, he's the, is he is he the father of SpongeBob? That's the question. Mm, could be. Then who's the the mother? Oh, Sponge Lady. 
Spongeman and Sponge Lady had a little child. That's on the uh, that's on the adult Disney Channel. <laughs> that's one of those. You can check that out later. Again, next question. What was unique about the kids outside the inn? Yeah, they spell beep beep. I think it was There's some children. I think it was Tom. Home. Was that Tom or who? <laughs> oh, I'm making. Oh yeah, this is a problem. I have to. I have to start saying names, otherwise you don't. There's some children. Was that? Well, Tom the unique the thing is that they bloody all have the very same comic book, and they're freaky as hell. Um, <laughs> that's not. That's scary. That is. If I look at out the window and that looks at me, stares at me. Yeah, I'd be out of there. I don't know. I can Stop see that door. as. Um, I could see that happening. Um. Probably not within seven days of the comic being um, drawn, but uh, yes, no, that's not the answer I have. And I've got video evidence to back up my ah, answer. Ah, I know, actually. I know something. So you're buzzing in, Rickus? Condor Man! Condor Man. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Rick? They've got, um, they're in, either, I can't remember, was this? I think they were in Switzerland, Switzerland weren't they? Italy. Where's the Matterhorn? In Switzerland? Italy. Yeah. And they all, oh, have Ameri- they all speak English and American accents. Rick's got the points. Ah. You are her, aren't you? Unlike Woody. It's her. It is. It isn't. It is. Yes. What is this? Why are you children staring at me? The Empress of Space, Time and Beauty. Laser Lady. Laser. Does That's what like they call Little Chicago in the Spanish Alps, the <laughs> famous town. They are the kids from Children of the Corn. How did you get to be Laser Lady? <laughs> so absolutely, Rickers gets the points. They all had American accents, or at least the ones now, that where, spoke did. Was this film filmed? This film was not filmed anywhere on American soil. So they must, if they are American children, they must be the kids of... Cast and crew, maybe. The cast and crew? Yeah, maybe. Or the embassy? Yeah. But rest assured, they were not European International kids. school? There's, no, like, no, Europeans weren't. don't say laser as laser. Laser. No one says laser. They roll the R in the, in the United States, don't they? They're laser. Um, well, they just butchered the English language generally. Yep. Unless maybe, like, uh, filming locations are listed as Monte Carlo, Paris, uh, uh, and uh, Switzerland, but the, they must just be list, listing the outside locations because all the interior shots and the stage stuff that would have been shot on the sound stage either set, in yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, probably. But then this is an outside shot again, so maybe. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's probably international schools for the business people and yep. diplomats and stuff. Mm. They could have even flown them in. Like Disney's got the dollars, mate. Might have brought them in when they were shooting at in Paris. It was like. Literally for 15 minutes while they set up Condo Man underneath the Eiffel Tower and he jumped off. Yeah. Mm. So there's not a lot of that international stuff going on. So it's probably out in the back lock at battle back lock of somewhere or other. Yep. It's just not nothing else is listed as a shooting location. That's all. All right, Rick takes the points. Next uh, next question. How did Krokov die? Chip chip chip. Dan. Krokov didn't die. He just jumped out of the boat and no, he, he got, just bobbed uh, around in the he water. He was attacked by a shark. 
hang on, is this in the second movie that never got made? <laughs> I took a still image and may have added some uh, some stuff from the film. Some he creative sort of, interpretation. <laughs> he thrashes around in the water, but yes, he doesn't die. So uh, Dan but gets the point. That is probably the exact facial expression that Christopher Reed would have if he was being chopped off. <laughs> Absolutely, I, the facial so he, expression he actually uh, prompted the, shark the uh, back. Prompted is the what he would well, be that's doing. right. Yes, he punched yeah. the shark the in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Which stadium did Woody take Natalia to watch baseball? Oh, uh, beep, beep. Blah, 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 blah. Tom. <laughs> Isn't it the Dodgers Stadium? It was the Dodgers Stadium, so you get the 10 points. But for an extra 10 points, which city in America is the Dodgers Stadium in? I would, if I'm guessing, no, I shouldn't guess it because I'm, if, uh, you don't lose Chicago, your 10 but I'm point. not sure. So you keep Come your, to no, Yeah, I don't know. Rickers? Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Extra 10 points go to Rick. That's exactly was that right. Was that a guess, Rick, or did you know that? Or did you look it up? Did you look that up? Did you Google that? That was an, that was a sort of educated Yes. <laughs> um, so Tommy gets some points. Ricky gets some points. I'm probably points. the only American on the planet who doesn't know that. Actually, yeah, I keep forgetting. I'm Tom, the only American Tom out of American. us four, and I'm the one who didn't know that. <laughs> but that's uh, baseball. Because we normally don't associate baseball with Los Angeles. No. Okay, next question. This question is worth triple points. So we could see a real shuffling in the leaderboard here. What Bring was the on. text message on the Goodyear blimp? Uh, uh, Dan. Welcome to the USA, Natalia. That's gonna, as close as I would have gotten it here. Welcome Harem braces are okay, aren't they? So anyone else? Natalia? Anyone else? What have you got, Rick? Welcome home to the USA, Natalia. Anything for you, Tom? If you give me five minutes. So I'll give it to Dan because he was I'll give it to Dan because he was the quickest in. Um, and he was very close. It's welcome Natalia to the USA. USA. Son of a So it was pretty close. Uh, Dan gets the points. And next question. You know how like Dana Ross, Diana Ross was up in the blimp there? Yep. And there was some other dude. I thought that was the president of the United States. Oh, did you? I think it's yeah, the, I it's think it's the head of the CIA. Because you that, only ever sort of see him from the back and you don't ever see his face. Yeah. That that dude is Robert Arden. Does that Who's, name sound familiar? He's no. an actor, yeah. He's, uh, he's done Isn't, some stuff. Wasn't he the actor from This Island Earth? Ooh. Was he? I don't know. Who's mm. got someone check for me? Yeah, I, it just got that popped into my head. Robert Arden, let me have a look, let me have a look. He didn't play Brack, did he? Did he play he, Brack? Um, when was this island Earth done? Ooh, 55? 1960 something. Oh, 59. 59, yeah. Let me have a look, let me have a look. Well, I think it would have been cool if he was the President of the United States flying around. He wasn't blimp. in the film. He was, uh, no. when you look at IMDb against his name, um, he's oh, the, there's a there's a writer. I think we looked at that was Robert Arden, the head of the uh, uh, CIA. Head of CIA, yeah. 
Okay. Boring. Next question. Sorry, I got excited then. Next question. What was plan B? I was first. Was that you? There was no plan B. There was a plan B. It was an absolutely plan B. And even in the film, it says this was plan B. Oh, well, then plan B is whatever they can come up with that is needed. No, no. There was a specific plan B. Not at the time when they mentioned it. It was getting them out of the. Uh, later this, on, they do say this is Plan B. Yeah, yeah this is when he was dressed up as the yeah. as the policeman from from Monaco and came. Is that your answer, Tom? Is that your answer? Yes, sure. <laughs> Rescued by Harry, disguised as a detective from Monte Carlo. Ah, that's right. Yep, he did say that. So yeah, Tommy can get the points. He took his time to get there, reluctantly. Um, <laughs> well, I was, I'm with Dan. There was no Plan B until they needed. Well, except for the fact <laughs> yeah. that he says this is Plan B. It's a lie. He's a spy. They always lie. <laughs> um, final scores. Dan, the big victory. He, I think he, he, he must have got by 30, uh, 30 point questions in the quiz. Um, and also Tom and Rick, uh, equal second place. Equal last, but equal second place in the equal big quiz. Jesus. That is the prize. Both of us together, we still don't reach Dan. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah. yeah. So who's won so far? We've we've had three shows. Rick, I think you've won an episode. You've you've yeah. won one of the probes. Um, Dan, have you won twice or once? I don't know. I think I'm doing pretty damn good though. Tom, have Tom, have I'm you won an sure. episode? Pretty sure. I don't remember. Then, well, then Dan's won twice because <laughs> Tom would go. remember. <laughs> we can look it up on the interwebs once you publish the final episode of that first show. Awesome. I'm so, sure unfortunately, Tom's looking in. A, he's sitting in a bad position for having to purchase the Lamborghini um, street car that goes to the winner of the of the series. Yes. And Dan's out to an I'm early I'm changing league. it to a um, a kit Nova Sterling, actually, <laughs> is what I'd prefer. Smart. Smart. Much in a box. Yes. Considerably yeah. cheaper than a Lamborghini. Smart. And you have only three days to build it and send it and ship it through. No, no, it's a kit car, Dan. You get, you get the fun of... You don't want me to give you a, 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 a model airplane and then build it for you before but you I do have you to the build all the model. bits. Okay. No, no, the whole point of a kit thing is the fun. Building is all the fun. Yeah, it's going to have big stickers of eagles that I can put on it. You're going to get parcels. You'll have different parcels on your front door. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for another excellent episode of The Probe. scientist. Don't cross the streams. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. It may shock you. It might even horrify Well, that's it for uh, another episode of The Probe. And it's actually closing in on the end of our third and final episode for uh, our look at the 1981 classic Condor Man. Before we uh, sign off, gentlemen, I'd love to find out what your rating is for this film on our standard scale of, uh, remember, well, there is actually a um, a new potential category that we could add to this. Dan brought up the other day. Uh, but basically we say buy, 
borrow or burn in our rating system. But there was another one we discussed the other day, didn't we, Dan? What was that? That is protect your memories. <laughs> protect your nostalgia. <laughs> so if we were trying to influence people whether to buy, borrow or burn, this particular film falls into a very unique, specific category that's off to the side, which is if you saw yeah. this like we did <laughs> in the 80s, don't watch mm-hmm. it again. And, mm-hmm. and my opinion is there's a lot of Disney films from that era that you probably shouldn't see mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because it sort of falls oh. apart a little bit, yeah? <laughs> Would we agree? Your memories that? are better than the movie. <laughs> Your memories get four stars, the movie... Quite a few less stars. The, the editing and the writing in your head is better than the actual. Yes, writing. and the and sometimes uh, the execution of some of the things that you uh, thought were brilliant uh, might not have been as brilliant as you thought of when you were a kid. And hence the uh, the score that uh, the reviewer gave when Dan you were talking. What was it again? Um, what was the exact phrase? The phrase was not one of Disney's proudest moments or the greatest movie in the world but one of my personal favourites, one star out of ten. <laughs> so, I, and I think that really does sum it up. Certainly does sum it up for me. Um, good memories, good memories, one star out of ten, terrible movie. So for you it's a borrow or burn or buy? Uh, see, I don't think it fits into those carries. I, I think it's like you, you have to watch it when you're a kid and then you just have to remember. Close your eyes and remember. And that's how you do it. What about you, Tom? Are you yeah. uh, are you going to stray from our standard rating system? As Dan finds, it, it a way, you know, Dan, have you noticed that Dan finds a way every show to stray <laughs> from our standard system? Um, obviously, the standard system is not uh, is not adequate. <laughs> you might be right. I'm um, all about yeah. accuracy. We just got to be truthful here. <laughs> so it's definitely not a buy. That's for sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, it would be a shame to burn it. So it has to come, it has to fall in the borrow category. Okay. Yep. You see, you've got the problem. It doesn't work. You can't be in the middle. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So here's the scale, right? Yep. There's one, two, and three. Can we see that? All right. Mm-hmm. And you, Tom, kind of feel that it's a one and a three, but you're averaging it and going for a two in the middle. This is what No, I'm no, I'm, uh, it's definitely not a three. It's either the one or a two. No, no, no. Well, no, no the, the reason I'm saying one and one and three is it's got cool black cars and cool boats, mm. and, and that's really cool. But then it's got everything else, right? So it's just really polarizing. Yep. So mm. anyway. Yep. Sorry. Who's next? Ricketts. Uh, um, I'm going to kind of break the system as well. I think it's a film that should only ever be watched twice. Mm. Once as a child, then watch it again as an adult, and then walk away. Mm. <laughs> walk away. I like it. Yep. I like it. Yep. But be prepared for the baggage that to might burn. happen to the child mm-hmm. <laughs> in you. Oh, I, I, I'm kind of happy I saw it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never want to think about it again now. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. All right. Well, I'm going to introduce another new <laughs> new category, which is um, buy the thing, then wish you didn't. Um, so buy <laughs> <Buys> regret. <laughs> buy hey, regret. Here is an interesting thing about this film, though, is if there was a remake, I would definitely want to see it. Yes, I mean. Usually it's the other way around. Most of the times the remakes are not worth it. But in this case, I would say the remake is probably going to be 
better and worth seeing. Yeah, I agree. It has potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you, gentlemen, uh, for uh, what feels like an epic uh, online coronavirus uh, inspired. <laughs> Voyage of the Geek. Um, that's three episodes, the end of our journey into Condor Man. The next time you'll see us will be with a brand new film where we'll uh, break it into some segments, break it into some discussion. Until then, it's bye for me. Bye-bye. See you later, guys. <laughs> How many of you